Welcome to Bucky's Road Diaries, episode number 10. This week we're going to be talking about Bucky's trip to New Jersey for the for the collective. Uh, this will probably be the first time of 10 that I talk about the collective this week. So, do you like spinning records? Me? Yeah, it sounded like you were like spinning for a minute. I was getting ready to start rapping over it. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm not a, I'm a DJ, but uh, I wish. Well, it sounded pretty good for a minute. Spitting, spitting some rhymes here in a minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be very good, but this. So this is episode number ten, and you uh, you went through a bunch of collective shows and shit. So how was uh, you know how was your trip to New Jersey? Uh, I know usually you have some interesting plane stories. Anything good? Uh, it was uh, it was long. Um. I uh, I had an 8 a.m. flight out of O'Hare, which I don't know. I, I think I've said in other episodes that uh, I live roughly four hours away from O'Hare. Roughly, is that the give closest or take. A airport to you, O'Hare? Uh, no, but it is the uh, it's the easiest. To be honest with you, um, gotcha. I, I have an airport that's only maybe 20 minutes from me, but it's a small one, uh-huh. and. Uh, I mean, it cost me an extra hundred bucks if I was to, you know, take that to O'Hare. But then generally with the layover, it's a really shitty layover. Like, hey, I get off, you know, um, at O'Hare and I have to be to my next gate to my next flight in like 30 minutes or something like that. Oh, and, uh, yeah. That's a and I, I didn't have a very good experience the last time through them because uh, they delayed stuff. And then I ended up missing all my flights for the whole day. So oh. just kind of. Kind of don't want to mess with that one, so I generally fly to O'Hare. I can understand. Uh, yeah, some of them small regional airports can be pains in the asses sometimes. Yeah, they just you know they got their. I mean, I understand. You know, it's it's a um, you know it's smaller, so there's really only like three or four gates in the whole place. It's a really tiny one, kind of like the um, like the Trent Mercer one. Wow. Yeah, you know, some people flown. Uh, into that one or flown in or out of that one out you know New Jersey area Um, no (laughs) no no, never been to that one but they don't have very many flights at that one from what I've heard yeah I don't think I've got a plane or airport in Jersey I don't believe Uh, uh, so my flight wasn't until 8 but like I said it's a 4 hour drive and I like making sure I'm there in plenty of time because you know you have TSA you know finding your gate you know, parking, walking to your gate, all that fun stuff. Terminal, all that fun. Sure. So I got there around four. So I was, you know, I I took a small nap, um, probably from like eight till like ten or eleven or something like that. But anyways, got to O'Hare on four, all that fun, TSA, all that. Parking fucking sucks. And then airport, and I don't like it, but I'm uh I'm getting better at it. Let's say yeah. that after my fourth or fifth time. <laughs> is it bad at four in the morning too? Is it? Uh it's busy there all, all the time. Um, yeah. Like, it wasn't bad, but um, it was just it was just long, you know. Combined with that, my flight was until eight, so I flew out of O'Hare around eight, and they were really good. I flew United this time, which most of the time I either fly United. Or American, and uh, I don't know. This is probably on a plane. 
this is probably was probably like my best, most comfortable time out of any time I've gone. Um, it was comfortable. Like I could move my seats, all that. Um, people were cool. I had a good seat. It wasn't like I was stuck between like two people that didn't want to give me room. I'm like, right. Well, yeah, it, it was good. Like I loved it. I like flight there was real quick, easy. Um, I got, I landed probably around 11.05 because it's an hour ahead with your guys' time difference than here. Yeah. Took my first Uber. I did not rent a car or any of that. Um, took my first Uber that I've ever personally, whatever. Right. Uh, that was, uh, I'm going to definitely be doing it more often because it was much more convenient. Um, I can't remember if I talked about the fiasco when uh, Andy and I met up at. They said yeah, they wouldn't rent you a car. Yeah, they were being fucking jerks about it. So I was just kind of like, meh, I'm just going to see how this Uber shit works. Um, I've heard good things about Uber. Yeah, it was it was convenient for me. And I'll, I'll get into, um, you know, after uh, the Clusterfuck 2 and our Clusterfuck um spring break part two show like afterwards some of the issues people had i was not one of them i was lucky <laughs> and again i didn't wait around after the show really right anyway right. so took the uber i was about 10 miles from um uh, ugh, newark airport is about 10 miles from white eagle hall and i had a uh, i'm an independent tv subscriber so i got a free a general admission ticket to their family reunion show at noon. So I took the over there at White Eagle Hall, went to that show. So that was the first show I, I did at the weekend. And that was at noon. Um, and I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I know some people, it, it drew decent for what it was. Yeah. Um, trying to think of what else. So they yeah, did, did all that. Um, you know, most most people watched a majority of the shows. I'm not going to get too much into like show specific yeah. stuff, I guess. Um, you know, did that one at noon. Um, one, one quick point about like how these collective shows work. Oh, excuse me. Jeez. Excuse me. Yeah. One cool thing about how these shows worked was there wasn't really much downtime between shows. Like if, you know, the, the family reunion one started at noon, so it was done by about three. So you had about an hour between when a show got done and when the next one started for the most part, except for um, the Saturday shows. But so that was really convenient. A lot of the time when the shows would get done, you know, you could go back outside. There was like a bar like half a mile, not even half a mile away, probably like a block or two away. Um, nice. that, you know, had food and everything. And that's where a lot of people went, myself included. Um, but, um, it was really convenient. I liked the way they set it up. It was really just quick, easy, smooth. Um, the one issue that they did have was, you know, after shows, a lot of people want to hang out and bullshit and all this. Well, they were very adamant about, Hey, get, everybody get the fuck out of here. Like we have to get the shit cleaned right. up for the show. Did they sell alcohol there? Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They certainly did. Check your messages while we're talking. 
I didn't want to say it out and say it on air, but I sent you an interesting screen by save. Okay. Um, I had to make it bigger, but it was just interesting wording from this person. Okay. Um, Did they have food at the White Eagle, too? Yeah, it's... um. No, they did not. They did not have food, and they did not have an ATM, which kind of sucked. What, I don't believe... I asked if they had an ATM, and they told me no. But... Well, how was the place? Real ritzy-looking place? Um, it was really nice. Um, the balcony was cool. It was, um, I really enjoyed the venue itself. It was convenient. They had two bars on the bottom floor. So when you go in the doors, um, you know, right when you went in the doors, there was, like, bathrooms right away, which was nice. Um, they did, they did, like, security. They did some kind of, like, they ch- if you had backpacks, which obviously with with Mania Weekend going on, a lot of people had backpacks, myself included. Um, you know, they just check your bag, um, do a pat down, which I got patted down. They got sick of patting me down by the end of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> they basically told me, oh, I've done this shit with you, like, oh, like how many times this weekend? I said, yeah, well, you know, any of you guys want to keep filling me up? What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> like the old concert hall pat down, huh? Yeah, it wasn't too bad though. They were they were pretty chill. They were really cool. They weren't they weren't, they weren't, too, like, <laughs> they weren't too handsy. <laughs> no, then they weren't really really like assholes or in a bad mood. You know, some of those people can be real dicks. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, they can. They weren't there. They're, they're pretty chill. So that, I thought that was cool. Um, I asked one to get loop first, and it didn't work out well. I almost didn't get in the Ozfest that year. Oh, really? He's been a dickhead to my friends before. She got to me and said, hey, get a little loop before you stroke me. Right? Going <laughs> um, My screensaver is interesting. But, uh, yeah, they don't like it when you, when you ask that. No. Like, the like, venue... Being assholes. Right. Um, Not that army guys are assholes. I just want to shout that out. Just these specific ones, or I'm, I'm pro-army. <laughs> Right. I don't want to offend anybody in the army. I got lots of friends and lots of people listen to this are act military, so I'm all about military. These guys just still thought they were in the army and it was out of fest. It wasn't Kandahar. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm yeah. sorry. Um so yeah, like you know, the venue and all that was real good, real convenient. Um it was kind of funny to me. I th- I um uh, I gotta say that to a lot of shows that I went to, I just bought GA, and a lot of those I ended up either one standing by the bar and watching the show so that I could just turn around, and uh, either that or I was up in the balcony, which okay. was really good view, pretty much right above the ring. You could just look straight down if you were right by the railing. You know, if you if you didn't have one of those seats, you kind of didn't see shit. I used to like to get uh, balcony seats at the Manhattan Center. Uh, not the Manhattan Center, but the fucking Hammerstein for like the ECW oh, oh. pay-per-views that were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like ringside was good, but balcony you had a. If you're on the right side, first balcony, it was awesome because you could see everything when they went in the floor or when they went. Yeah, it was. They're nice. I definitely really enjoyed the venue. <laughs> oh no! Uh, <laughs> did, did you read? The, did you read Andy's response to your thread? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At least it wasn't me, right? 
<laughs> yeah, that's a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you liked it. You already liked it. You beat me to liking it. Uh, yeah. And another two. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Back to the back to the White Eagle. Uh, at least we're not using people's names on here. I'm being cool this week, so. Uh, right, right. <laughs> not like, you know, a cup of something in the refrigerator, but it's just a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> weird. That's crazy. World. Now there's three likes. Holy shit. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, after, after they did that noon show, they did, um... Uh, probably uh, it's hard for me to put things in like like order as to what I liked you know right more than other things I guess um uh, it was uh Matt Barnett's blood blood sport which awesome show oh uh, I love the show I had a great seat great view um really enjoyed it uh, the main event if anybody's listening and they haven't watched it you need to um. It was amazing, um, especially yeah. live. Like I, I, I watched it on video, and it's, um, you know, I, I feel like maybe some people might be like, eh, it was okay, but it's like, I think it was yeah, one of those. Can be lost in translation sometimes. What's that? Some things can be lost in translation sometimes because you, you know, you had the crowd and everyone's hyped up, and you know, sometimes it's just better to be there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was definitely had to be there to totally grasp how good it was and how, you know, back and forth it was. And yeah, I enjoyed. I really enjoyed David Boy Smith and Killer Cross. I loved uh, Takata and Grisham, and then the main event was fucking amazing. Yeah, the main event. it was it was awesome. Um, the only disappointment I thought was was uh, Severn Mirror, but I mean, it is what it is. It wasn't really. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really. Classic, you know. Yeah, the Simon Gotch and Jer Kratos wasn't too fucking impressive either. But, uh, oh yeah, yeah, it was all right. The rest of the <laughs> show was pretty. I mean, overall, it was a good show, a real good show. Oh yeah, for sure. I would have liked really to see Mirror match up with somebody else. Uh, yeah, you know, I guess it was just kind of the nostalgia factor being, well, oh, you know, yeah. sure. UFC guys, quote unquote, oh, yeah. you know. Well, I'm um, sure they still could do a pay-per-view at you know, some of the smaller MMA leagues, you know, Bellator or something. They probably would have put them guys on TV. Yeah. I mean, it would have been interesting. Maybe not Severn. He's getting a little aged, but, I mean, the guy's so accomplished. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's cool just even seeing the guy, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. I'm surprised they never got Shamrock to do one. Maybe that'll be next year. I'm sure the gears are already rolling about what's going to happen next year. Oh, I'm sure. I'm uh, sure. You know, in, in general, I think that they have a pretty good plan. I mean, if they've already have blood sport booked or not blood sport, but a venue locked up right, know, contracted right. for next year. Oh, yeah. uh, sure. I 100% plan on being there for the weekend. Yeah. That is definitely a, a goal for next year. Nice. It's a whole year away. <laughs> right, right. Um, wasn't going to touch too much on that show. You know, we kind of, you know, went over 
kind of what it uh I guess it just like highlights of each each show I guess we could, we're kind of going to sure. go with I was uh I was super surprised that they used two and shit in the main event of the one show that surprised me oh the yeah spring break part one yeah it was an awesome match I was surprised yeah. they used tubes. I didn't think there'd be tubes in a building like that, but that was cool. Yeah, I think they um I think there was some kind of deal worked out. I think oh, the sure. venue was highly I think the venue was highly pleased at the turnouts at oh, how sure. much probably money they probably made. Oh, and nine uh, shows. Fuck. You know, they usually they do one off concerts. They got nine full shows. They had eleven total. Eleven, I'm sorry, that's what I'm at. 11 full yep. shows, you know, and quite a few, half of them are sold out. Yeah. Yeah. And most of that weren't. Um, a lot of people still bought tickets at the door, I believe, too. Sure. You know, imagine the booze they sold, money they made in booze and shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, they made a lot of money off me, I'll tell you that. I'm sure. <laughs> sure you weren't alone. <laughs> no. No, hell no. Sure, sure you weren't alone. No. What was, it, what was the beer? How much did the beer cost? Uh, you were getting a a tap, which I was did they usually getting. Have bottles? Uh, huh? They didn't sell bottles, did they? No, it was tap or can, I believe. Oh yeah, the cheaper to cheap too, and I'm sure a tap was probably about four or five bucks. A can was probably five bucks. Uh, a, t- a tap was eight dollars. Oh jeez. And a uh, shot, like I was, I had plenty of shots of Jameson. Those were ten to twelve dollars a piece. Holy Jesus. Imagine yeah. the money they made on booze. They made more money off of booze than the gate. Wow. Yeah. I I spent I mean, I spent a good amount, but I looked at it this way. I was like, it's mania weekend and it only happens oh, once yeah. a year. So well, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying good for them. They made Yeah. hundred percent. You know, you might you might see regular GCW shows uh there. Yeah. I'm sure that they they were extremely happy with the turnout, you know. But we don't know how much it costs to rent that place, right? For, especially for three days, you know. Were, were, um, they, were they like the small one ounce shots? Uh they were like in a bigger cup. I don't. I don't know. I had well, I probably had one, and, one and a half. Well, either way, I mean, you think about it, one and a half ounce shots, you can get twelve of those out of a bottle. If you do the smaller shots, you can get twenty five. So you got to figure they probably went somewhere and got a good deal on liquor. That's one hundred twenty bucks a bottle. <laughs> oh yeah, that's impressive. Oh yeah, they were they were uh, they were making some money, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, the did you watch the um, ISW show at all? The interspecies I, show. I watched the uh, the four way. Okay, the main. Yeah, the yeah I, I like that a lot. Okay. Uh, that show I was not planning on going to at all. I, to be honest, the only show I really planned on going to was the Family Reunion one and the Bloodsport one. Right. Um, the ISW was kind of on a whim, and I was with some people that wanted to check it out or had a ticket. Right. A lot of people bought the the uh, package thing, you know, right. the, the GA or the VIP package. Sure. Quite a few people had that. I, I, I didn't buy that, but I think I did save a little bit of money because – Two of my GA tickets were only twenty dollars, so I think I saved like ten bucks. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I saved more than that because I didn't go to the Blackcraft show. So I guess you know, 
I, I saved money anyways. <laughs> did, you, did you go to all eight shows besides that one? Or all, it's all 11, excuse me, what I keep saying nine, all 11 shows besides Blackcraft? I went to 10. 10 out of the 11. That's what yeah. I mean. I can't, my math isn't working right now. My brain is, it's not functioning. <laughs> 10 out of 11. So, oh, wow. That's pretty good. See, I know you were talking originally maybe doing four or five. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I only had tickets to four before I went out there. Take it, you didn't sleep much. Uh, no, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, I can get into that after we finish up these last two shows on the night one, if that's cool. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be jumping around. My bad. That's okay. I just I just wanted to block off each day, you know what I'm saying? Understandable. I'll shut that's up cool. and I'll listen. It's easier for me to remember, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so ISW, I'm just gonna do the real the, the four way the four way Lego death match was awesome. Um also enjoyed the food fight, which those kind of matches, in my opinion, are you gotta see them live. I mean, to to appreciate the you know the comedic aspect of it. Not for everybody, I understand that. Um I was in the balcony for that. They laid a tarp down in the ring. Like, there was shit flying everywhere. Potato chips, you know, noodles. Like, it wasn't anything like like liquid that would make a real big mess. You know what I'm saying? Easy clean. But, uh, safety thing, probably. Yeah, they just rolled it all up in the tarp and just poured it under the ring, you know? Nice. One, one funny spot that they did, if people haven't seen it yet, I'm going to just... <laughs> They, uh, they were using spaghetti noodles as, like, skewers at one point, which was kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was funny. The main event was really good. Um, pretty cool. You had, you know, three of the best deathmatch guys in the ring with, uh, with a, a woman a lot of people haven't heard of, myself included, you know. Eddie's, Eddie's awesome. She's done some hardcore stuff up in Canada. She's a good worker. I, I've... Uh... I've seen some of her stuff or some of the indies up there, and I, and I dig her. Yeah, it was really, really, really impressive. Um, that's just kind of like the highlights that I remember of the ISW show. Um, should we move on to AIW? Yeah. Um, that's another one I wasn't planning on going to either because it was uh, you know, one of those midnight shows. But I ended up hanging out with a friend of mine. Um uh, actually, the guy that does the T-shirts for um, GCW and quite a few other people. So I'm going to give a plug right now. I'm probably I'll plug it at the end too. Um, to Jonathan Stauffer, Paul Bomb Prince on Instagram. Um, so nine times out of ten, actually probably ten out of ten, when you buy a GCW shirt, he's the guy printing those shirts. Awesome. Uh, yep, real good dude. Um, real fun to hang out with. Chill, cool guy. Um, actually, he came up to me and he's like, he's like, hey man, like, you're like the only dude that plugs me. And I was like, well, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like one of the guys that talks to you and sees you at shows, so you know, right. Um, so yeah, shout out to him. You know, check it out. He's on Instagram. Um, he does have business cards now. So a lot of people that were at shows this weekend, they were on your seat. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the name of his uh, website again. Powerbomb Prince. Ah, okay. Yep. I actually have his card right here. Right over here in my wallet. 
Um, so yeah, he was handing them out, ended up putting them on the seats. I told him, I was like, dude, put them on all the seats, man, because you know anybody, any business or anything like that that wants to um, have quality shirts. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm going to put a link up on the Deathmatch Cult page, too. Yeah, you know, good guy. And, uh, you know, he um, he generally has made, he's, he's made your shirt you're wearing if it's a GCW shirt. <laughs> cool. Put up a link. Yeah. Real cool with that. Um, so I ended up going to the AIW show. Just bought a GA for that. Um, was it? I don't remember. I remember the, the greenie match, but uh-huh. I don't remember what the guy's name was that he was wrestling. Oh, fuck. Uh, it was kind of blow off match for a feud, I assume. Yeah, hold on, man. I'll say just a second. I'll look it up. I'm just gonna post this one thing first. Tell us about the match while I look it up. Um, so it was cool it was kind of like a like a hardcore type match, not really like a death match. Um, I don't even think I don't even know if that match was advertised. Like I said, I wasn't planning on going to the show, so I didn't really. Um, remember um what right. <laughs> what it was what the sh- what the card was supposed to be you know but um that match was really kick-ass really good they did uh the spot with the skewers i'm gonna bring that up of course um to his ear which was uh pretty crazy and i don't think it was gimmicked too much um but yeah that was uh that was awesome the uh what was it? The AIW. Almost there. <laughs> Trying to see if I can find the card. It was ah okay. I just pulled it up. Um, you beat me. Some kind of scramble. I'll see a Gage Warner. I don't. I don't honestly remember if Gage Warner even happened. It did. Did it? Yeah, on AIW. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I watched the whole show, but I mean, I. Yeah, I they went for I, about twelve minutes. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't Joshua. Scary. Joshua Bishop was the guy against Dominic Carini. Oh, okay. I've yeah, never heard that before. Yeah. Really man. well done. Yeah, Nick and Mance is pretty good. He's a brawl and outside. They went. They went about twelve minutes. I'll have to rewatch it because I, like I said, when you're there, you got so much going on. It's like you can't just you know, watch the ring the whole time. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't remember the whole show. <laughs> hey. I remember Steiner Swoggle because I did Facebook Live on that um, for a bit. I uh, and the opener, the opener, I do remember as well. I really love that the um, La Familia de Tijuana versus the Young Studs. Yeah, I love that match. I thought it was really well done. Really good opening match. Um, enjoyed that quite a bit. Did you see their previous match in uh, AIW? Uh, I did not. I haven't really watched. I think I only watched two or three AIW shows ever. Yeah, they did panes of glass and shit in that match. Is that the one where Eric Ryan took the power bomb through the glass? Yeah, yeah, they brought out some pains, and it was a pretty good quasi death match. Uh, it was pretty good stuff. I don't know if it was Bastia though. I think it was Damien and Halloween. I don't know if it was Bastia six 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 that match or not. I can't remember. I think I think it, you're right. I think it was Damien and Halloween. Yeah, I think so too. 
I prefer Mestia. I mean, he's a better worker, so it's even, you know, Damien's son. Right. Halloween and Damien are getting up there in age a little. Just crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Damien still looked really good. Oh, yeah, um, I'm not knocking him. You know, we were kind of talking, we were all talking earlier today about, you know, how some of the guys were older and some looked like they could move better than other guys. Um, specifically, you know, the tag team that I mentioned, which I'll just wait till part two. Yep. <laughs> um, you had a variety of guys, you know, Otani looked great. Yeah. You know, yeah. He sure did. He moved, he, he bumped, he, he, he didn't, he didn't reel it in. He just, you know, he didn't come in and just, Oh, I'm just going to stand there. Um, Steiner, I thought was pretty, uh, pretty lazy to be honest with you. Yeah. What's that? I think he's been that way for about 20 years. Yeah. Just, you know, what the sad part is when he first came to WCW, he was so fucking good. He was one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, him and Rick yeah, were made names, yeah. before he blew up. I mean, he was doing fucking Frankensteiners, crazy shit off the top ropes. He was doing a moonsault in Japan and fucking, and then he blew up and he just lost all of his movement. I mean, I didn't yep. like him at all. All he did was talk on the microphone and swear and cause big, he didn't do his shit in the ring anymore. I mean, he was lazy in his WCW in the end. He was lazy in WWE. He was lazy in TNA. But fuck, that young Scott Steiner was so good. Yeah, just I think that he stopped giving a shit, you know. Yeah, well, he got so fucking. He was, big. he was making more money than ever before doing less. So I mean, less is more, you know. I guess. And he got so big, like I assume from the roids, and he just fucking lost a lot of his movement. Yep. Well, probably injuries too. I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't know. Probably got injured getting out of bed, but I don't think he ever took a bump in the ring after '95. <laughs> Right, but uh, yeah, I got what you're saying. So that was pretty much AIW, you know, in a in a nutshell, I guess you could say. Oh, so oh yeah, after the show, so I ended up um, me me and Software ended up hanging out, bullshitting, you know, having some drinks and shit. Uh, Three a.m. chicken tenders and fries through Uber Eats. <laughs> nice Uber, yeah. What's that? Uber's amazing. They bring you food, take you where you want to yeah. go. He mentioned it to me, and I was like, I don't know shit about none of it, man. Like, if you want to, uh, I'll get I'll get you back, which I did. You know, I I, I got him back with booze. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So eventually, he was like, oh, you know, went to sleep, whatnot. Had um, more shows on uh, Friday. So first show on Friday was the Jakar of the Jakar show at noon, which I um, I liked it. You know, it, it's fun shows. The only thing that I mean, I, I realized that a lot of the guys that made Jakar the name that it is or was is um, you know guys that are no longer there, guys that are signed, guys that are retired. Um, you know, guys that went to CCW or whatnot, which a lot of those guys aren't around anymore. But uh, the the main event on that one they did was, uh, or no, they did a scramble. They did a scramble that I really liked, but I don't remember who was all in it. 
Right. So that was cool. The main event they did was a ladder match, and it was uh, Mr. Touchdown versus the God dang, what's his name? Uh, Dasher Hadfield. Um, that match was really it was good, but I felt like it it went a little long. Um, you know, I, I talked to other people and I was like, yeah, I love this car show. I'm like, it was good. I, I, a lot of good moments, but a lot of guys, I, I don't know who they are. Right. Right. You know, like yeah, when it's a different you know, or fire ant or the colony right. or, right. you know, team fist. Yeah. Yeah. The like, car changed a lot after they took their break. Yeah, and a lot of new guys after they started up running again because they were all you know for about two years they didn't run. Oh, okay. A lot of a lot of different talent after uh, after when they ran. Yeah, because I was maybe it wasn't quite two years, but a good year and a half they didn't run. And when they came back, you know, they brought a lot of new like Juan Carlos and a whole bunch of new ants and uh, a lot of different factions and different people. You know, and some of the old guys too. But I know it was quite a. It was a pretty good change from, you know, when they ran. Because I, I loved some of the old King of Trios. The year Brian Danielson was in it and Johnny said, I used to love to get to King of Trios. And, yeah. uh, you know, I dug a lot of their stuff. And I'll be honest with you, I'm all done complaining about comedy wrestling. Um, after all the assholes I saw this weekend, I'd much rather see Orange Cassidy. And I'd rather see the Invisible Man. So, uh, <laughs> and, I actually, and I'm going to throw this out there. I think it's a promoter is brilliant if he can get people to cheer for no one in the ring. I think that's fucking amazing. As much as I hate on things, the fact that and the referee did an outstanding job of refing that match, Rendsburg. Yeah. But to get get people to cheer for no one in the fucking ring is amazing. I'm waiting for an invisible card and people to pay and go see it. That promoter will be a genius. To be completely honest with you. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm working on watching it. Oh, Me no no one else saw it either. Watch it tonight. I might talk her into watching it tonight right. just to see what her reaction is. Well, we didn't see it either. It was invisible. Right. I'm. Uh, I think I'm going to watch uh, Deppin and No Legs and um, that with her possibly tonight. But we'll I give we'll a shout stay. out to that No Legs guy too. He did some uh, some some amazing stuff in the ring. Good on him. Yeah, for sure. That was impressive. Um, yes, I actually enjoyed the invisible match. Yes. Hey, that's I, awesome. They did their job, you know? They, they, I think the promoters are geniuses. Like I said, they filled a 10 minutes with no one in the ring, and everyone loved it. That's fucking genius. I'm, I'm giving a compliment. I'm not even being sarcastic. Like I said, after all the nasty shit I saw this weekend, I'd rather see that, hands down. All right. I, I guess it, it shows um, how how talented the people that were involved with it, how talented they are to be able to do that, to make that happen. Was amazing, you know. The referee was amazing, and that man. Yeah, he refed. He couldn't pull it off. A lot. Yeah, he refed a lot. Um, so yeah, the Chicago show in the main events. Like I say, um, this might sound. Um, I have to look this card up because I. I was at the show, like I said, but when you go to so many shows, there's no way you're going to remember mm. everything. <laughs> All right. So yeah, four o'clock was the uh, Black Label Pro show, and it was I think it was called Adventures in Wrestling. If yeah. I remember right. 
yeah. I'm trying to pull that card up here, but it's being a real shit right now. Ah, yeah, yeah. All right. We'll try one more time. I don't want to be like dead air, but okay. Well, I don't want to talk about something that I don't remember, you know? <laughs> oh, I understand completely. Come on. Good thing. I understand completely. All right, here we go. So we had the Adventures in Wrestling. That was, boom. That was, on, oh, I didn't uh, say that there was a lot of stuff on this that I didn't, um, like I said, I, I didn't watch it all. You know, I was there. Right. But it was also, um, I don't even think they have the full card on here. Or even posted the full card up. Because all I'm seeing is Gresham Yoshino. <laughs> it was kind of hard to talk about it when they didn't even post their full card, I guess. <laughs> Do you know if they posted their full card? Yeah, give me a second here. I'll... I'll, uh, what do you remember about it? Uh, nothing. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to look at the card because I don't. Um, uh, Friday, Friday was uh, Friday was an interesting day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In many ways. I'm sure. I honestly don't remember anything from that show. I just Friday don't. Was, Friday was a one of those wild days, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I was uh after Chikara, um I pretty much uh went balls to the wall at the bar. <laughs> okay. Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, I mean I I went to uh went to that other bar a couple of times. They sent you results to every collective show. If you pull up your Facebook Messenger, that'll save us going forward. Okay, IWTV uh, oh shit! I'm gonna rewind quick about the ISW show. Okay. I'd never seen the Gymnasty Boys before, and they wrestled Team Tremendous. That match was fucking phenomenal. You never saw them, really? Really? Huh? Never saw them guys before, huh? I've never seen them live. Okay. And I've no, really no. have seen. I haven't really seen them on video either. Right. But yeah, that match was awesome. I loved it. Really loved those dudes. All right, where do we at? Black Cross, A W, A W. I think it's the fourth on the bottom. <laughs> or fifth. Yeah. All right, I'm looking, I'm looking. Okay, Black Labor Pro, okay. Which Cassie Brian Alvarez, I didn't really know who that too. Okay, yeah, Kobe Durs, Ethan Page. Um, I don't really remember that too much. Um I, I haven't yeah. watched the show yet, but I heard it was really good. People were big on Kobe Durst. He's out of Canada. I heard that match is so wasn't Nathan Page, but I heard that match is really good. Um, Gage Swaggle, I do remember that. That was fun. That was a good fun match. Um, and people were like, "Oh, did, did Gage just beat the fuck out of him?" And I was like, eh, "You know, he he wasn't like overly rough with him, but you could tell that they were like laying stuff in a little bit." Oh, the million dollar intergeneral battle royal. Oh yeah. I, that was that was weird. Like and like I say, a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys or ladies on this on this card, I, I just didn't know who they were. I hadn't really seen them before. Like Brian Alvarez, I've never seen before. Right. Um 
Kevin Koo, I've never seen. Oh, yeah, that. Okay, the Manny Fernandez tank match, that tag match. That was okay, but it was really short. Um, they, they brawled a little bit, but there wasn't any blood or anything like that, which understandable. Um, I do remember the tag titles, though, because um, I was pretty much watching because um, I like Space Monkey and I like Sammy Guevara. So uh, that match was decent. Um, Erie and Gresham, I don't really remember. I didn't. I was bullshitting a lot with people during during this show. So to be completely honest. All right. Let's get on to the big one for that night, if that's all right with you. Certainly. And uh, obviously, <laughs> cat's out of the bag. I fell asleep during all of Spring Break 1. <laughs> with the exception of, with the exception of Joy Janela's entrance, uh, the beginning of him and Marco, and <laughs> probably a good portion of Takeda Lloyd, I was awake for. However, um, I'm not going to go on a big rant about this. I was um, when the show started. I'll be completely honest, and I've apologized to people that I felt like I was an asshole to. Um, you know, I, I was supposed to have a front row seat, and I felt my seat was really shitty. Um, I felt it wasn't what I paid for, but I wasn't going to make a big deal about it and complain about it. Um, I, I did my complaining to people, um, but I didn't really want to make like a, a huge scene about it. But I, uh, before I walked over to my seat, I uh, basically, I'll just make long story short i felt like i was in a third row when i paid for a front row you know i paid a pretty good amount for my ticket and i felt like the people that got seats like that kind of got um kind of got the shaft a little bit because that's not that's not a front row when you're three rows almost three rows back there's nobody in front of you sure but when there's three people to your left or right when you can't you know I just thought it was kind of fucked up. Anyways, whatever. It's done with. It's over with. Um, that night, before I walked over there, I was pissed off about it. I wanted to go get uh, a couple beers and a couple shots before the show started because it would have been hell getting out of there to go get anything more. Well, I bought a couple people a couple beers and shots, and I slammed three shots of Jameson down real quick walked over to my seat. Um. And I think just, you know, um, driving Thursday or Friday morning all day, flying at shows all Friday, partying until three in the morning at more shows on Friday, Saturday. Yeah, Friday, um, you know, pretty much long story short, the whole trip being exhausted, being dehydrated, being drunk. It, you know, I, I, it all hit me like a ton of bricks and I, I passed the fuck out. Once I hit my chair, I started falling asleep, you know, um, some people were concerned. They walked over to me, asked me if I was okay. And, you know, I just, I just explained, I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking drunk, but it's just, you know, getting here and, and so far everything going on, it's just kind of kicking my ass right now. But, well, people were so I can't that. really speak. What's that? It's cool that people were just checking on you, you know? Yeah, I mean, I had uh, the EMT guy and then another EMT guy, which was funny. Um, I ended up oh. 
I ended up talking to him um, Saturday at the Saturday shows. I think it was the IWS that I was at. I was going to the bat to the uh, to the bar because I'd said I'm going to take it light. You know, I'm not going to go fucking crazy. Which I mean, I I I drank a decent amount, but I didn't do anything like way way overboard like I did that night. But Friday I went overboard on top of everything else. Um, but yeah, what well, the guy was like, yeah, man, I was just trying to make sure you're okay. And I was like, yeah, man, I understand, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm not going to throw a fucking shit fit about the whole, the whole experience, the whole, whatever, you know, right. but, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I didn't, up, I woke it up between pretty much where Decade and Lloyd was probably about a couple minutes into their match. And I, um, I knew what was going on, so I stood up and I was like, or I told myself out loud, because I talk to myself sometimes to whatever. So I said, Bucky, quit being a fucking pussy and stand up. <laughs> so that's what I did. <laughs> um, I know, it's a real inspirational story. But, uh, so yeah, I saw the ending, was marking out with a guy named Anthony, who I've seen at shows before. Um, he was at a IWA at the IWA Milwaukee show last year. Um, I seen him there, met him, talked to him a little bit. Um, so hung out with him. And then I, I made it a point too that uh, I wanted to meet the kid and get a picture with him before I left. So after the show ended, I was walking out, like I said, I posted pictures of me meeting him, his translator guy briefly, uh, and I was going to give him money. I wanted to give him money. And he told me, you know, picture free. And I said, oh, okay. I'm like, what? I want to give you 20. Like, what can I buy for 20 bucks? And he was like, bandana. I was like, okay. So I bought one of his bandanas, which I have it hanging on my wall right now. And I love it. I think it's really nice. cool detailed. Um, I, I actually ended up wearing it on my head during spring break two, part two. So nice. <laughs> I had to give myself a little bit of flair, you know, or show off some merch because I usually don't buy any. But Friday, I was smart before all that other stuff happened. Um, I bought bro spring break shirts and I bought the blood sport shirt before they sold out because I wanted to buy it. They said it couldn't be done. One of the Kasai shirts, um, Seizawa design, but they don't have 2XL. So I'm shit out of luck with getting one. <laughs> Unless I can get somebody to make one for me but well i doubt it all right so that was uh spring break part one can i just do i do let me just one thing i want to do because i'm afraid i forget in the end i just want a real quick shout out um i just want to have everybody you know keep uh keep john gray in your mind um john it was a referee, great guy, super excited. He went down and rest a few of the first shows, and he got some really bad news that his father passed away. So, uh, you know, keep John in your, in your thoughts and your wishes and your prayers, however you, however you do that. Um, John's a great guy. He's part of the Deathmatch Cult. Um, he's actually part of our network. We do his show on Thursdays, and we're going to do this show. It's going to be a special show, you know, he said for his father. So uh, I just want to shout out to John and the whole Gray family. And this time, this time where they, uh, you know, they lost someone, and we all have lost someone in life, so we know how they feel. So just, just keep John your thoughts, and you know, if you know him, say what's up and and whatnot. And next time you see him at a show, you know, like I said, he's a guy who was so excited, and you know, 
had to had to cut it short, but you know, awful thing, and uh, he'll come out of it. And uh, when you see him, you know, give him some love. So much love to John Gray. Yeah, for sure. I, I actually ended up seeing John out there briefly. Uh, I'm assuming it was before uh, he heard any news because when I see him, when I see him, you know, John knows who I am. Um, I've seen him at shows. Said, "Hey, what's up?" To him. Um, talk briefly, this, that, and the other thing. So, yeah, I, I, I did end up sending him a message uh, or a comment to um, one of his posts that he made in, in regards to that. You know, that that's seriously unfortunate, you know. Um, Sorry. You know, impeccable timing, too, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, very unfortunate. John's a good dude, like you said. You know, um, does what he can. He's always real approachable, real nice to everybody that I've noticed. Absolutely. So, um, thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Oh, all right. So did you have any other thoughts about the uh, part one? Yeah, yeah. I've got to get him back because I saw that Gage Manster thing and it blew my fucking mind. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, just, uh, well, part one, like I said, Janela and Stunt was cool uh, for, for, you know, for what they did. Um, Gage, and, uh, Gage and Otani I loved. Loved Gage and Otani. Uh, and Jimmy Lloyd was amazing uh, with Takeda. Uh, that fucking match was balls out. It was wonderful. It was a Big Japan uh, versus Mies All Japan suplex masterpiece. Takeda's the man. Uh, the best ever, in my opinion. And he's, he's still young. You know, if he's injury-free, he can go another 10 years. Uh, and he's just in his prime. And he's just, between his showing in Bloodsport and his showing there, he, he's amazing. Uh, amazing to watch. So that's my quick thoughts. I'm not going to spoil anything or give out any uh, results or anything because people are still watching it. Right. Because in, in a lot of these shows, um, I'm not sure exactly if both spring breaks, but I did see that some of the GCW to ones are released on smartmarkvod.com slash mp4s um, downloads. So anybody that wants to own them, I mean, Fight TV, obviously you can, but you got to have internet. So anybody that wants to download, uh, I believe they're up. They're all up. The GCW shows are all up on Smartmark Video. Um, I believe they yeah, AIW as well. No. All right. So we got Friday down the hatch. Saturday. Saturday, Nova Pro, which was obviously the Orange Cassidy show. Um, I, I personally, I thought it was one. I mean, nobody going into it thought it was just going to be like, oh, straight up wrestling, you know, the whole show. Because um, obviously, who's hosting it? Uh, the scramble match on that show, I really loved a lot. It was probably my favorite match of the show. A couple cool things that happened was um, at the beginning of the show, they announced the you know he needs an announcer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Gavin loudspeaker, you know he, he's you know a mark in the crowd, a plant in the crowd, whatever you want to call it. Um, AKA the old Chikara announcer. Oh, and, uh, I was on uh, first row stage, which was an amazing view. Great view. Like right. eye level with the ring. Awesome seat. Um, could see everything good, but um, talked to a, a guy. Two seats down for me. Oh yeah. Two seats down for me. Well, Teddy Hart came out and Teddy Hart was hanging out over by us. 
and uh, had Mr. Velvet, I believe it was with him. So he was, uh, <laughs> he made a comment. He was like, yeah, you see that guy in there with that scarf? He's like, you stole my gimmick. Cause the, the colors on Teddy's gear was the same as the guy's scarf. So when Teddy came out for the reading rainbow thing or whatever, which it sounds stupid as hell, but it was highly entertaining. I mean, I have no doubt with Teddy. It was him reading the book was, was hilarious. Um, you could tell that he was in there having fun. Like a lot of these guys during that show or during a lot of these shows, when they got in the ring, they were smiling, you know, they were having a good time. You know, not everybody, not like, you know, when somebody was in there with somebody they enjoy or a friend of theirs, you could, you, you could feel that, you know, you could tell. Um, but yeah, this show was awesome. Love the scramble. The main event was, was okay. I mean, it was, it was about what I expected, I guess you could say. Otani and Grisham was good too. Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was right before the the Gage uh, Ultramantis. Yeah, that's right. That was good. I did like that. I like the I like the boot scrape gimmick that he did. Yeah, how he had um, a Suzuki or Hideki and uh, Takeda out there with him, which yeah. was pretty funny. All right, IWS was the four o'clock show. Um, didn't really know jack shit about these guys, to be completely honest. Um, I know they're Canadian company; they've been running for a while. Um, a friend of mine was telling me, you know, that they used to do a lot of crazy shit. Oh yeah, but, uh, yeah. IWS was, uh, was amazing. In around two thousand for the for the main event, which. The Elka Brawls was, uh, it was hilarious. I mean, it, it was just overall really good the way they, the way they did that. A lot of the other matches, you know, a lot of them were just typical matches from what I remember. Um, once again, hard to remember full cards or, you know, every match that happened because sure. talking to people or bullshit or goofing around, you know, having, having fun. Let's say that we saw about a hundred matches and, uh, in the course of uh, three days, so it could be hard to remember a few. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm just I remember a lot of the things that stood out to me, or the things that I uh, really, really enjoyed. Um, and you slept through one show, so that. Yeah, I slept through one show. Yeah, I think it was my my show with my most expensive ticket too. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's terrible. Good thing, uh, good thing that it was being recorded, so it's uh, right. okay then. Right. Um, so yeah, we had that going on and then we had a, uh, we had a break, which said, I'm, I'm at, I met a friend and we, uh, went back to his room and had some beers and shots and, you know, talked about wrestling and shit like that. Um, had a couple friends that came back that from, uh, the ROH show that they were at and, uh, they, they left early. I don't think they finished the whole show. Oh, did they get to see Enzo and Big Cass? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if they did. I I didn't really ask him because I had to head back down to, to yeah. White Eagle for to get in line and all that. Right. right. Um. So greatest cluster fuck. Um. 
I thought it was hilarious when Janela came out and he's like, seven hours? It took you guys seven hours to do a show? He was like, fuck you, Okada, and your hour-long matches. <laughs> you can see him saying it to the camera when he comes out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he gets in the ring and, you know, the crowd's all, fuck ROH, fuck ROH, which you can see the seats fill up as more people were able to make it back, yeah. you know, from the show. Which I'm sure that, you know, those people that, you know, cabs or Ubers or trains or whatever they took back was a fucking circus. You know? Oh, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, they, they did it. And then uh, uh, that, um, the clusterfuck I loved. Like we were talking earlier today, you know, in chat, how uh, yeah. I, I loved Necro was Necro. And the Rock and Roll Express on that show were were my favorites. Um, yeah, I also loved the uh, you know you Swaggle. You know, for as much as shit as that guy gets, he like he he turned it up this weekend at these shows. He didn't reel it in and say, "Oh, I'm a former WWE guy." Blah blah blah. I don't need to do anything. He didn't come out there to just reel it in. You know the. Taking the uh, the Neils was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> he was the most booked guy. Fucking was on everything. <laughs> yeah, he's booked everywhere. I mean, you know, him and Steiner, him and Gage, he was in the clusterfuck. There was like, I heard, I was asking somebody, and I said, uh, I said, how many people are in this thing? And they told me they heard it was between 50 and 60. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I don't even know a bunch of the guys that run it. Never, yeah, never I mean, heard of them. Whole, whole variety, you know. Um, yeah, never heard of Team White Eagle or Black Eagle or Red Eagle, whatever the fuck they were. And never heard of, never heard of quite a few of them. Yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of funny. It was kind of weird. It seemed like you know some of the the announced guys, you know, like the fake Sting. He wasn't in there very long. Yeah. Um, S.A. Rios, I remember his entrance. I don't know what happened to him. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I actually watching that. I fell asleep too, so I missed part of it. But I don't have a cool oh, story I, like you. Know, I wasn't drunk in front of a bunch of. I'm just getting old, and I was in my bed. <laughs> I loved it. I was barking out. I was having fun. Like yeah. that, on a on a front to back. You know, having having a a good buzz and having a lot of fun in a show. Being overall it was probably. Part two was probably my favorite on that aspect. Like, yeah. like the fun factor mixed in with, you know, how good it was like LAX rock and roll express was awesome. Like those old dudes, like they, you know, they were bumping oh, some of the best workers ever. You can see why. Yeah. I mean, Martin, Martin, one of the best sellers that's ever been in wrestling. Oh, <laughs> They had a match with the Briscoes about six years ago at uh, oh, Wrestle Pro before it was Wrestle Pro Pro Wrestling Syndicate at one of their super okay. shows, and yeah, it was yeah. really really good. The Briscoes and the Rock and Roll Express was really good. I'm really confused right now. What's the matter? I'm really confused right now. So, like I said, I, I I'm watching the the part one, and I just saw myself walk back to my seat after the. <laughs> Opener and I, oh, I no. don't remember doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. 
<laughs> I just saw my orange backpack and uh in a, in a uh, minute you're gonna see Joey Ryan out there teabagging you. You don't yeah, probably you, you don't remember that part either. <laughs> no. So it's funny, like that just that backpack in general I got from a guy that ended up going to prison and he left it <laughs> at uh my old uh, place that I used to live at and I just kind of have uh, adopted it and I've had it for like five <laughs> or six years and you know. It's a good backpack. It, uh, that's all I travel with. It's just my backpack and what's in it. You know, clothes and very minimal stuff. Nice. But yeah, kind of funny that I saw myself walking over there. Because I, <laughs> I don't you, remember walking in. Do you have a few minutes to maybe explain to my wife how to do that? What's how that? Min- how to travel minimal? <laughs> man, I'd, give you, I'd send you 100 bucks if you get her to convince her that we don't need 77 suitcases. Right. We're going away for a weekend. We're coming back. Right. Um, we don't need all kinds of. I'm a pretty minimalist kind of cat too. Right. You know, some clothes and some some bathroom bathroom toiletries. That's all I need. Right. Yeah, you don't need a bunch. Of shit. What's that? I said, yeah, we don't need a bunch of crazy shit. Like, don't need nothing else. No. Don't, don't need laptops. Don't need any of that shit. Cause I'm going on vacation. Right. I'm supposed to be vacation now. Yeah, don't need like if we're going for two days. I don't have a need to have eighteen different. I just gotta make sure I'm talking quiet because she heard me the other night and I got shit for it. So <laughs> gotta be. It was a bad. It was a bad. I'll tell you after we get off. I don't want to. I don't want to rehash that right now in the air. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, uh, but it's, it's kind of yeah. But uh, yeah, so definitely. So it sounds like you had a really good time overall, and the White Eagle was a cool place. Maybe they'll see more shows there. Yeah, I definitely hope so. It was really funny. Definitely, I. It's beer. cool that the GCW <laughs> Philly show just popped up. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I love their names. I love the name of the sh- names of the shows. Yeah. It's huh? Like some crime spree or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I yeah, I think it's crime spree, I believe. What the I, I'm super psyched to gauge in fucking Warner in Chicago. That should be a death match. Yeah, it should be good. It's kind of... It, it, I'm just going to briefly touch on this real quick. Isn't it kind of ironic that the CZW champion is going to be on a GCW show? Who wonder if he's still going to be CZW champion for long? Makes you wonder. Pretty, uh, pretty so much interesting. Rather, yeah, I'd much rather see him in GCW because he really is good. Like, he's a talent. That's just crazy. Right. That is so crazy to me that their their champions going to be. Uh... <laughs> he wants to be seen by more than thirty seven people. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, too funny. He's a good talent, so bringing him in shakes things up. Imagine if Gage loses the title to him. I doubt it happening, but wouldn't that be? Yeah, I, I kind of doubt it. I doubt it, too, but someday he's got to lose it. Someday. He's probably going to lose it to, like, Marco Stunt or some shit. And, uh, oh, I don't know. I hope not. I hope not, too. <laughs> but uh, Crazy. I, I thought, like, twice now he's going to lose, and he didn't, so I give up on Give up on guessing. That's right. Someday he will. Maybe he'll retire with it. 
<laughs> yeah, it'll be another twenty years with it. Right, he has the longest. He'll <laughs> Bruno San Martino title runs. Right, I, you know, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> really cool. Oh shit, I didn't know that No Legs was a, was a There's, plant in the crowd. Shit, yeah, it's probably cool. a gay sunglass spot from the one show. Oh, I lo- I loved that. Okay. The Orange Cassidy show, I loved that ending. It was funny as fuck because then Nick took the glasses off. He's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. funny. Really good. The last one. The last one's left. Sounds like a good show. Yeah, it be. returns to TCW. Oh, it's too funny. Their AEW was pretty good. Then they just announced Orange Cassidy for the last ones, too. Yep. The last ones left. Nice. I want to see some TOS announcements. <laughs> right. The block is hot. MJF. Nice. Yeah, it should be awesome. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so, what do you got coming up? So we'll, we can wrap it up. Um, I got uh, I got like a triple shot thing that I'm doing on uh, April 26th through April 28th. Which is uh, Horror Slam, Unsanctioned Pro 4, and ICW Milwaukee. So it's going to be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday gig. I just talked to you about that. That should be a cool run. Yeah, it should be. What the fuck am I doing? I'm still drinking beer. Dude, I was awake for this show, for this match, apparently. I don't remember you're it. Still, you're watching yourself. Dude, I, was, I was standing there drinking a beer just now, but uh, I don't remember this match at all. <laughs> like, nothing. That's I'm standing there, bitch, still. That's amazing. <laughs> what the fuck? What an idiot. <laughs> too funny. Oh, I'm still, shit. I'm bitching, bitching and drinking a beer that I don't remember drinking. <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> hey, do you remember that show where you were standing there watching it? Nope. I don't remember. Nothing. I don't remember being awake for it. <laughs> I had that shit happen a lot. I just never had it recorded. You know, the next uh, morning, but like, you remember last night? And I'm like, no, it's never nothing good either. Uh, <laughs> like, you don't remember? <laughs> I'm like, no. Then they tell you, and you're like, oh wow, I did. <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Did you see the last comment on the cult admin chat? I did. That's crazy. Oh, you, you started a fucking fire there. <laughs> well, I go I go share uh, vacation pics of uh, Eddie, Eddie uh, Sexy Eddie. Look what happens. <laughs> yeah, you started a... By the time the poor fucker's done, he's never going to talk again. All right. <clears throat> uh, be all right. All right. Then you got GCW Chicago. You're going to that show? Uh, yeah, I'm doing both those shows in May, the Asbury one, as well as the, uh, Chicago one. So nice. I already got everything planned out, tickets for it all. So it's going to be a cheaper trip this time. Not going to really be doing too, uh, not really going to be buying any $8 beers and $12 shots. It'll probably be, uh, bring a case and bring a bottle and that'd be good enough. Oh, here's when I go to sleep. <laughs> Are you able to bring your own booze into the casino? Uh, at casino? Not the casino. It used to be casino. The showboat. Uh, no, I don't believe so. Oh, you can bring it into your room and all that, but not into the the show itself. I don't believe. 
No, uh, gotcha. Oh, they sell they sell stuff at the show. They, because I remember watching the show and I saw Andy leave like a million times. He must have went to the alcohol place. Yeah, there's a bar behind uh, where <laughs> we were sitting. I almost made a drinking game of watching him leaving. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. He was up and at him every like every every between match, and then sometimes during the because you guys run a spot where the camera's on you a lot. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Nice. All right, so we'll uh, we'll wrap her up then. That's our show. We got uh, stuff coming up. So thanks for thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, do you have any other shout outs you want to do? A uh, holler uh, anybody? Check out Powerbomb Prints. Um, check out the other podcasts that are on the uh, the network. Um, good stuff. You know, a whole wide variety for people. Um, you know, shout out to John Gray and his family. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I'm good. And the only thing I've got is if you listen to the Deathmatch Radio News, uh, we're starting our own feed for that. So uh, the Wrestling Cult will still be all these awesome shows, but the Deathmatch Cult News is going to have its own feed. Because we've got a lot of feedback from people, and they'd like to see that in its own feed. So uh, we're going to be uh, putting that out. Uh, probably this week, me and Steven are actually going to tape two shows, because so much has happened since the last time. And then you'll be able to... Uh, I'll post it everywhere it's like i always do and you'll be able to check it out on its own feed and then you can always check out the great shows like you know bucky's show uh, you know the 420 metalhead which is going to be amazing this week i had steve DiGiorgio from sadist testament uh fucking iced earth death control denied uh sebastian bach he did a two-hour interview with us he's like the coolest dude ever we have cliff burton stories from like 1983 just amazing so you can check that out this week and we're out <laughs>